This is the Sounding Board Podcast with Hachi and Damo. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. Question time on the Sounding Board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. Tim Payne has dominated the uh, list of questions this week. We'll just delve into a couple of them. Hayden Murdoch on Twitter. Was Hutchie's 100% silence on his Saturday morning radio show only a day after Tim Payne's presser a sign that Hutchie's too conflicted to speak about an SEN employee in Tim? Uh, Hayden, it wasn't. It's not a uh, defence of that, but Saturday mornings for us is very much an issue-free zone. So we spent about two or three minutes on it with Margaret from Sunbury. But you didn't talk about it. It's the biggest story going around. Yeah. Well, we're not really a story-based show. We're more of a When you choose not product. to be a story-based show, you can not be a story-based show. Um Nick Morelli, just one more on Tim and maybe one more after that. Uh, was Tim Payne harshly dealt with by the media and sporting scribes in general? Hutchie, would you have fired Tim if he didn't resign if he worked for you? Nick, you can refer to the main body of the <laughs> Sounding Board Series 6, Episode 43. Look, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of Tim Payne questions. We did delve into it in the main body, as Hutchie said. It would have gone for at least 10 minutes, I think, um, about, about two-thirds of the way through the program for those who want to catch up on it. Lee Jones on Twitter. Is Stephen Drill to be referred to in future as Black Caviar? He's not winks, but he's not far behind and doesn't miss. Thoughts? No. No is my answer to that. You, Hutchie? You want to have an opinion? Or you want to... Do it through you've someone answered, else. You've answered it. Yeah, but it, it's to yeah. both of us. No, I'm happily to say there's absolutely no chance that that's the case. It was a tongue-in-cheek reference, I think, Lee. No, I think he wants to know if he's second to Winks. Well, who's had the better year, you mean? Hachi, don't, don't try and smoke screen it. <laughs> You're an idiot. Just, just have an opinion occasionally, Hachi. Joff Pilton. He's probably, he's probably a faster uh, horse, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, he's probably... He's probably he's, he's, He's certainly, uh, he's certainly an enthusiastic racer. <laughs> he's written stories on you, hasn't he, Stephen? Yeah, he's had a, he's had a good year. Joff Pilton on he has on Facebook uh, is you know, we always get this the pronunciation of this guy's name wrong, don't we? Actually, is Wodge Woj? What is it, by the way? You're telling the story, pal. The NBA reporter in the states scheduling a tweet about a coach being fired for Sunday one p.m. Brackets, NFL main slate kickoff, the equivalent of taking out the trash. <laughs> I hadn't caught up with that. Is that the uh, Sacramento Kings coach, I think it was, who yep. got the um, the lemonade? And uh, obviously, as we know, Sunday 1pm is nine games of NFL start. That's it. I, I hadn't, hadn't caught up with that. He just controls all the new space in that uh, in that area. Uh, Andrew Bultz on Facebook. Ange Postacoglu's short time at, at Celtic has been interesting in the way he has embraced, quote, fan media. He's been quite short and sometimes dismissive of mainstream media, but has been far more warm and expansive to the various fan media platforms, taking part in dedicated online questions, question and answer sessions. It seems to have been successful at endearing him to the Celtic faithful. What do you think about this media tactic and can AFL coaches learn anything from this approach? Yes, they can. You know, our views on availability and Anne's done a great job of connecting with the fan base there. Ultimately, though, you've got to win or lose. And That's the thing. It's pretty quick. <laughs> if you win, you can yeah. do whatever you want, Andrew. You can it's not a, speak to anyone at all and you'll be loved by the fans. It's a honeymoon period. Remember yep. when the Tiger fans loved the geese and then that, they didn't stop winning and didn't love them as much? So it's a, all about winning and losing. Well, the Carlton fans love the, the tea train there yeah. for unknown reasons. Be available, though. Nothing, you know... The, Gives you the best chance. Chris Barr on Facebook. Hutchie, which restaurant, hotel or McDonald's will you be sampling for Christmas dinner this year? Or will Chef Damien be giving you some pointers 
to whip up your own feast. You're, you're pretty handy at in that uh, pizza oven you've got at your joint. I don't think anyone else shares that view, but uh, <laughs> okay. I'll be at home. I think Chris, I haven't worked it out actually, but uh, probably didn't... probably be at home or the McDonald's and Killer Road, one of the two. <laughs> what what will you do, Hutchie? A big uh, big feast. I'm I'm a ham guy at Christmas Day, mate. Oh yeah, can't get enough of them. Do you uh, put the cloves in it and glaze it in honey? I'm just. I'm not sure how it gets to the point where it is on the table, but no. I was, doing, I was remember that time when I was doing that that ridiculous uh, recipe of the week, and um, I did say at one stage, and he needs some lemon zest, and you said, "Hmm, lemon zest. Where do you get that from?" <laughs> Tim Devlin on email. This is a question for me to ask you. Uh, would you be interested, Hutchie, in a system that audits? and ranks the live streams of all radio stations. Tim, it's interesting to ask that. Well, I've got one myself of such a system that audits and ranks our own radio stations by the day. So, yeah, I would be. It's quite addictive, actually, to watch the trends. So you can see at that very point in time. The last thing I do at night and the first thing I do in the morning. And is, that your own, is that your own Verity? Own Verity score, don't <laughs> Hutchie's got his own Verity, yeah. everyone. Good question, Tim. John Malici on email. Have either of you in your journalist careers, journalistic careers, been as unprepared as Matt Doran was with his Australian exclusive interview with Adele? Surely listening to her new album for an interview coinciding with its release is a non-negotiable. Yes, John, we talked about this in the main body of the sounding board and we agree. Andrew Dowling on Twitter, in this era of clickbait, headlines are frequently posed as questions, which is very true. Do you think this is lazy journalism, and do you agree with Betteridge's laws of headlines, which states any headline that ends in a question mark can be answered by the word no? I do agree with that part of it. Um, It's a clickbait driver, though. Yeah. It works. And it still gets people, doesn't it? It works. Yeah. It's wrong. (laughs) It's wrong. What about this one? So-and-so has spoken out about his future. That's the one that goes around a lot. And you click on. Yep. He says, we'll have to see what happens. Yeah. (laughs) So-and-so has has revealed the club of his choice. (laughs) Click here. That was a good one this week. Uh, Novak Djokovic speaks out on Australian Open. (laughs) So, oh, okay. Click on that. Uh, He said, we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) There was one many years ago, actually, many, many years ago, probably back in the early 80s, Ron Barassi, I think he used to write for The Truth. Yep. Um, and the headline on page one was Barassi on drugs. Um, go to page five. And you go to page five, Barassi, colon, don't take drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that was the entire yeah. first time yep. a form of clickbait. It was. Uh, Brendan Donovan on email. Is there a general naivety in the media on the fringe groups that float around the left and right of media commentary, social media and protests? The use of the upside down Australian naval flag is a good example. Whilst the use of... At PR guy on Twitter from the other side, it seems a great opportunity to pull a few layers back on what drives these fringe groups' beliefs and ideologies, or is it too hard? That's a deep question, Brendan, for the two of us to ask. Because Hutchie well, talks about the left and right, and he still, to, to my knowledge, doesn't have a clear understanding of what the left and right is. Can I ask you a political question, you then? You can, Hutchie. I was reading... If it allows you not to not have an opinion, you can, yes. So I'm a... Very much back of the grandstand, long way away from the field, got guy in politics. I'm the every everyday guy, right? What I interpreted from the weekend was this. Scott Morrison, now he's got to 80, 90%. Almost like saying, you don't need to be vaccinated. Yeah, it's going to be said, okay. He had said that. Yeah. And Dan Andrews going, turn it up, stop appealing to supremacy. To supremacy. 
Is that the word? Supremacists. Yep, supremacists. Or so, ex- extremists, extremists, I think is, is the word he used. So is Scott Morrison looking at the numbers now going, hang on a minute, my job's done. States have got to actually get them to the, the 80 and 90%. I've, I've kicked into the neighbourhood where I can open, open the borders. Now I've got to appeal and appease the There's 10% disgruntled. There's 10% of voters here. Yeah. My approval rating's 37. I'm five points behind. And there's 10% in no one's talking to. Yeah. Is he out there talking to that 10%? If he was smart enough to think that way, Hutchie, that would be the reason for it. Has I, he found a gap in the market? I just don't think he's, he's, he's capable of finding a gap in anything. He's just, he just talks. It, well, he, Rubbish. I, I interpret it as extending an olive branch to the 10% of the society Extremist. that feels disenfranchised by the vaccine mandates. Brendan's question Which is could too be enough deep. to swing the election. Brendan, right there, I, yeah, well, you yeah, could be right. Yeah, Brendan, I, I apologise because I, I don't think I'm capable of answering what you've asked. It's, it's a deep question. It's a good question. I, I, as much as I would like to back my political knowledge over Hutchie's, I don't think I could actually do justice to your question. Um, Mildura19 on Twitter, and this came through a lot, Hutchie. Yeah. Tom Brown having a kick with, with Luke Darcy. Yeah. Is this a one-up on Mitch? Now, this came through a lot, and we've got a lot of people sending us video links to this where – uh, Sam Darcy about to be drafted by the Western Bulldogs as a father-son. Uh, Sam and Luke doing the media rounds. Uh, Tom Brown interviewing the two of them at their house. And at the end of the yep. broadcast coverage, a little kick-to-kick kick kick on the tennis court. Yeah. Yep. I interpreted it as the um, back over the Steve O era. <laughs> Look at me doing the number one draft pick for the dogs as a new sheriff in town. Was oh, little, you, oh, you read that into it? Well, I read it as a nod to the past. I don't think he'd be. No, he's not worried about Steve. And, right a, and a reminder of the, to the present. He's got rid of Steve O. Or, yeah. or Steve O's not part of put his it life this way. I, I, to the question from Mildura 19, it would be more about Mitch. Put it this way Does he do that same story before Mitch arrives? Yes. Is he kicking the football at the end of the story if Mitch doesn't exist? No. <laughs> yeah. Has, has he. Um, Cut short some holidays because Mitch is starting a trail All of a sudden, a blaze of glory. Can't go. Oh, I don't know that answer. I had a trip booked, but can't go away. Got to get back to work. That routine, you reckon? I th- well, that could yeah. have happened. Did he cut short a holiday? I don't know. Look at me, Damo. No, yeah, well, you how would I know? You look at me. How would I know, Damo? How would I know? Look at me. I haven't spoken to Tom since <laughs> since we um since we were in Perth. So how would I know? He's cut short a holiday. Wow. I am catching up with Mitch this week, though. I see. I am catching up with Mitch. We're going to move on, Damon. I've got a plane to catch. This is the sounding board for Drinkwise, Series 6 episode. Where are you going? Plenty for Drinkwise. <laughs> if you're choosing to have a drink, please do it responsibly and choose to Drinkwise. Thanks for listening to the Sounding Board podcast with Hutchie and Damo for Drinkwise. Make sure you find us on Facebook and Twitter at Sounding Board EP. Hit the sign up button on Facebook to receive our weekly email and subscribe to, rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts.